Natural immunity is far better, in fact, at least 13 times better and longer lasting. But that doesn't stop the Democrats from taking people's children if they refuse to vaccinate. We also have vaccine boosters every five months. Soon, probably, it's going to be every three months. As we know, the Pfizer CEO has already promised they can deliver variant boosters every three months. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. People have had enough, especially parents. Even in New York, people are massing to fight back against the unprecedented vaccine mandates in New York City. A large union protest at City Hall happened, and it was really great. People saying things like, I don't co-parent with the government. You can see from this really epic sign this lady's holding up if you're watching. I also want to mention that you know, it's not going to slow them down at all. In fact, they're speeding up. We have gone from uh, 15 days to slow the spread to you need a booster shot every five months really quickly, folks. And it is getting worse and worse. And they're, in fact, already discussing this between Biden and Fauci at the White House, which I guess that probably means Biden sits there and eats ice cream while Fauci, you know, probably checks his cell phone and does some paperwork and pretends that they're actually meeting because we know that Biden couldn't keep up anyway. Uh, moving on from there, in Chicago, definitely a leftist, Democrat-dominated place, sure, but you're seeing a taste of what's to come everywhere as a judge took away parental rights from Rebecca Furlitt, a Chicago mother in Cook County. Why? Because she didn't get the COVID vaccine. She didn't want to experiment with a dangerous medical experiment, first of its kind, untried in human populations ever. And when it was tried in animal populations, they died in mass. But, you know, if you don't like to take the, the vaccine and trust their science, you must be a bad person and therefore unfit to be a parent. Remember that leaked audio from one of those, um, was it NBS, I think it was, um, or one of the national radio types and it was like an undercover i think it was a lawyer for them talking about how conservatives should have their their kids taken away you can still find it it was one of the veritas tapes i believe but you know that's the sort of mentality that they have and certainly if they can use coronavirus has a vaccine hesitancy as an excuse to legally take away people's children they're going to do it and then your child is going to be vaccinated so you know, this is yet another reason to get the hell out of these Democrat 
hell holes and let them fall apart. I'm sorry if you live there and you love it, but your children are at risk. I mean, this there's no other way to say it. How can you stop this corrupt judge doing this? I mean, she's going to need massive resources. And at this point, I think it's about time to start getting lawyers to, to, to go after the... Um, uh, you know, some of the denial of due process rights, constitutional rights that are happening in January the 6th detainees situations, or just some of the situations like this, they should go after these corrupt judges for a um, denial of uh, rights under due process of law. And that, you know, depending on the severity, can carry the death penalty legally. So these people are really skirting with fire. They're, they're, they're playing treason. They're playing tyrants. And, you know, they have no right to take away someone's child because they don't medically, they don't consent to a medical experiment. This is insane. It has to stop or it will spread. So, you know, do whatever you can to be on the lookout for this sort of tyranny. I mean, let the people who are silly enough to take the vaccine, and that's a light word I'm using, silly, take the vaccine if they want. We should try to save them and talk them out of it. A lot of them are good people, even intelligent people, who are just you know, too trusting, too naive, maybe just too con- non-confrontational. I mean, some people just go along to get along, and they'll just do whatever they're told. But we have to try to save as many as we can. But when it comes to the point of using force to make us do it, there's a reason that we are not Australia right now, where they are seizing children by the tens of thousands and mass vaccinating them in what looks like a, a sort of an, a, a quarantine camp stadium set up, basically, where they line up six feet apart and multiple children died that day, and I'm sure have died since. There's a mass, mass euthanasia going on. It's culling. They're culling the human population in countries around the world, especially the elderly. But, you know, the young are dying and they're going to be infertile. We also have the economic situation because of the tyrannical CDC's actions suspending evictions, even though the Supreme Court already said that they could not do that again. Uh, We have people like this New York Air Force veteran and her young daughter living out of her car because they can't pay for their own uh, cost of living. After they're unable to evict the tenants from the three homes that they own who refuse to pay their rent for almost a year, because of the moratorium. They're owed $23,000 in uncollected rent that they'll never get, most likely. They have not received any assistance from the government because they don't want to help small landlords. They're waiting for all of you guys to get bought out by you know, BlackRock or some big player. <clears throat> so they're not interested in helping you. They want to squeeze you out first. And then once it's consolidated, then they're going to distribute all that money to the big guys. That's how it's going to work. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised to see if small landlords have to sell and then the big guys get the money that was owed to them for back rent anyway. That's how corrupt it's going to be, I bet. But they're living out of their car because the law stopped working, because communism took over, because the CDC says capitalism is suspended, you don't own that anymore. It doesn't matter how hard you worked or if you built it with your own hands or whether or not that's what's feeding your family. 
because that was the career path you took. You're starting a business just like anyone else to provide a good and service that someone needed. In this case, a place to live, a pretty important job, I would say, a pretty important good or service. I mean, it's kind of both because you're servicing that, that home. It's expensive to maintain whether or not someone is paying rent. At one point, I had over 200 rental properties, folks. I know. I had people in there sometimes who would get mad because they weren't paying and we'd evict them and they'd flood like the entire level, you know, or they would leave uh, like crab meat or something in the curtain rods so that, you know, on a hot day that never comes out. You know, you got to paint that twice at least. It's insane the kind of things that people can do and there are tenant horror stories just like there are landlord horror stories. I've been on that end of it too. So, you know, I, I came from nothing. I came from a trailer park. Um, I came from, you know, my, my mother who was a drug addict on that side. And fortunately, my grandparents and, and on my dad's side took me in. And, you know, I kind of, I've had a, a varied life. And I, I came from nothing. And I've sort of built up to something. And then that was taken away by, you know, a mentor that you know, embezzled all of that. So I lost all of that property. But I know what it's like to be in that position. I'm kind of happy I'm not in there anymore. I'm kind of happy that... I lost it all because this would be a headache and a nightmare and I would go bankrupt right now if I couldn't collect rent. And we were trying to help people, especially low-income people, to have a safer place that's out of the hood, basically out of the, the drug problems and safer. Um, now, you know, moving on from there, Dr. Robert Malone, who is basically one of the guys primarily responsible for the mRNA technology, thanks a lot. Anyway, he's, uh, he's turned into a bit of a truther, and he here says on Twitter, primary source, here you go, folks, mic drop moment in the land of the blind, data is king. And what he's referring to is this new study called Comparing SARS-CoV-2 Natural Immunity to Vaccine-Induced Immunity, Reinfections versus Breakthrough Infections. Now, here's the thing. Um, the, the breakthroughs are obviously the leaky vaccine failing for whatever reason. But they're actually, again, showing that natural immunity, here's the conclusion right here. This study demonstrates that natural immunity confers longer-lasting and stronger protection against infection, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization caused by the Delta variant of SARS-CoV-2 compared to the BNT162B2 two-dose vaccine-induced immunity. Individuals who were both previously infected with SARS-CoV-2 and given a single dose of the vaccine gained additional protection against the Delta variant. And again, I, I kind of misspoke there. It's the BNT162B2, two-dose vaccine-induced immunity, if you're looking that up. Um, and I also want to mention that uh, you know we already knew that here. We've known that for a long time. Trust your immune system. Trust God. Don't trust the government. Uh, and now, then you're going to be dependent because, you know, they're... they're, they're Medicine destroys natural immunity forever, by the way. You can never, I don't think, achieve it, achieve it again. Um, it, it's destroying people's um, natural immunity when they take this thing, and then plasma centers won't take the plasma as a, as a recipient anymore or as a donor anymore because it's contaminated, and it'll destroy the natural immunity it's supposed to infer at that point. So it would destroy their whole business model. They kind of have to, right? That's where you see the lie breakdown, things like that. Now, the account Justice for Ashley Babbitt for Ashley uh, says a federal agent pens an open letter response to U.S. Capitol Police decision to clear Michael Byrd of wrongdoing. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's one, the U.S. Capitol is claiming it's, that its use of force policy allows USCP officers to use deadly force against subjects even when, A, they do not see the person's hands, much less a weapon, and B, do not witness the person committing any deadly acts. Furthermore, they would have us believe and that they train their officers accordingly. Um, so here is the open letter from a federal agent on the deadly use of force, ambush, assassination uh, from Officer Michael Byrd of, dead, uh, of Ashley Babbitt. So one, the U.S. Capitol Police is claiming that its use of force policy allows U.S. Capitol Police officers to use deadly force against subjects even when they do not see a person's hands, much less a weapon, and they do not witness the person committing any deadly acts. Furthermore, they would have us believe that they train their officers accordingly. Two, chilling as that purportedly official position is in its own right, it's even more amazing to consider the implication. On January the 6th, 2021, every single U.S. Capitol Police officer, save one, ignored their training and disregarded their own agency's official rules for using deadly force. Ashley Babbitt was not the only person who climbed through the, the, in, um, the only broken window or door in the U.S. Capitol that day. And Lieutenant Byrd was not the only officer on scene. Yet, according to their own statement, the Capitol Police are alleging that Byrd's actions were lawful according to a policy that evidently only Lieutenant Michael Byrd had read, understood, and trained for. Either Byrd was right to shoot Babbitt, or every other U.S. Capitol Police officer was right to not use their weapons against unarmed rioters. Both things cannot be true. Federal agents like me need clarity when it comes to making life or death decisions involving firearms. Is the new normal that we can shoot empty-handed threats who aren't trying to kill someone? This is not conjecture, either. In Lieutenant Byrd's own words, he admits that he, quote, could not fully see hands or what the intentions are, end quote. There is no understanding here, misunderstanding here. Law enforcement doesn't get to assume people are armed until they prove otherwise. Again, NBC's Lester Holt asked Byrd if the fact that he didn't know if Babbitt was armed reflect, affected his decision to shoot, and Byrd said it did not. If Byrd acted lawfully, then the U.S. Capitol Police is claiming this conduct is the law of the land. That is outrageous. 5. You will not find a police or law enforcement agency anywhere in the country that subscribes to this dangerously reckless rule set. Quite the opposite. In fact, reputable organizations would fire officers and agents who killed subjects in situations where they can't articulate the means or opportunity or intent necessary to justify deadly force. Byrd admitted he was afraid, but he did not share why or what about Ashley Babbitt in particular scared him. 6. To merely call her a threat without a reasonable explanation doesn't pass legal muster, and it feeds the sense that Byrd acted out of panic instead of reason. But rather than hold Byrd accountable for his wrongful and negligent action, 
the U.S. Capitol Police simply lowered their official standards to a point that conveniently excuses it. Insane, folks. This is insane, isn't it? Wow. And we know that the Democrats protect their own. We've seen it with the way they protect and shield FBI agents who were committing treason, spying on President Trump, trying to prevent an incoming administration that was elected by the people, and then overthrow it. And then they did overthrow it, helping to set up January the 6th with so many unindicted co-conspirators there, which are the same thing as saying federal informants and FBI agents setting up patriots. We've seen it with the double standard applied to Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They can commit arson, burn down Oregon and Washington. They can uh, beat on conservative women, children, use violence against police, take over police stations, set up autonomous zones, and declare sovereignty against the United States and invade the, you know, the, the, the Washington grounds, uh, attack the Capitol itself, injure hundreds of police officers. They can get away with uh, you know, rioting and, and protesting in Capitol buildings even. But we've seen it the way that the double standard is applied to the January 6th detainees. They're a gang, and they protect their own, and they viciously lash out at others. And we don't have that. So we're all sort of going against this gang as individuals, and that's where the rhinos are really performing their job miraculously. They don't protect their own. They don't stand for their own principles. They just acquiesce and complain a lot and get donation money from people who are upset that this gang is beating on us and force vaccinating our children and taking them because we don't want to experiment with our health. A defector from fake news, Laura Logan, you may remember her. She had integrity and she left. She says on Twitter, Most Americans don't understand what's happening in Kabul. Been on this all night again with no end. U.S. citizens are fighting through enemy lines to get to the airport. When they show their blue passport to 82nd soldiers at the gate, many are turned away and sent back to the Taliban. Wow. Wow. Now, she was asked, Laura, why are our soldiers turning them back? I don't think she's replied directly, but you know the, the allegations are that it was on orders of the State Department. And she apparently said that in an interview with Glenn Beck. I haven't confirmed that, but it's right here in the tweets. In Brazil, the president seems to know what is coming. The Brazilian Trump, Bolsonaro, is telling his supporters that everyone should buy a rifle. Everyone has to buy a rifle, damn it. The armed people will never be enslaved. I know it costs a lot. An idiot says, ah, what you have to buy is beans. If you don't want to, to don't buy the rifle. But do not come to disturb whoever wants to buy it, Bolsonaro told two reporters. And he mentions also that in a country with more than half of the population under food insecurity and in the midst of a new increase in the price of food, gasoline, gas, and electricity. I guess he said gas twice. Now is the time to buy a gun. And, you know, I would say that's true for most of the world, especially given the added, you know, communist takeover elements and, and political, you know, violence and, and hatred and, and division and targeting that's going on and the sort of the great reset um, agenda. Everyone in the whole world should have as many guns as they can, including the ones that you make yourself with those ghost gun machines if you don't have the uh, like the talent 
to make your own gun at home the way people have traditionally done it. And it's not hard to pick that up, I've been told. Never done it. But they do have machines that can do it for you now, like the Ghost Gunners, little uh, laptop, or not laptop, but laptop size, like printer size desktop um, uh, devices. It's a milling machine, not a real printer. It doesn't really print a gun, but uh, it works about the same. And I, I'm sure it's quite fun to watch. So um, with that said, I hope you guys have found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and we will see you on the next one. You can support us if you want by joining our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. You can also support us directly by donating at nemosnewsnetwork.com donate, or you can shop Patriot with our amazing sponsors, like redpillliving.com, which has that special sale, Audit All 50, going on. And it ends tonight, midnight Pacific on the 29th. Um, so get that while you can. And while supplies last, you can pick up any of our Carbon Shield products uh, and, and uh, you know, the most powerful antioxidant in the world and get a, a big discount. So we'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.